Welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The time is nigh. The moment we've been we've been waiting for. Uh, it is the fantasy draft. Um, back with us today, we got, of course, co-host Trevor. What's up? And we've got Tucker, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm excited. Um, and of course, me, your reigning champ for the sci-fi draft here. <clears throat> um, Trevor decided to come on, even though he's feeling a little bit under the weather today. So forgive him if he's not bringing the righteous energy that we need. <laughs> Sorry. That's um, why I'm here, baby. For you. But, good. you know, he decided to persevere. He couldn't let the people down, the fans. Yeah, you know, they just mean it. too much. Yeah. Uh, we also threatened him if he didn't come <laughs> on. So, um, but we're 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 uh, we're wagering for some pretty crazy stuff this round. So I, I've been enjoying the jet skis I leased out in these gentlemen's names, um, even though it's winter time. This round, the losers have to release a nude on the Twitter. Yep, that's right. That's I gotta, right. I got to dive deep into my portfolio to pick a good one. I don't know if you guys will want that, but it's 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 gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's, it's more a punishment for the audience. Yeah, true. <laughs> more than anything. True. All right. So I don't want to waste any time. We kind of got a good flow of how this is gonna go. So once again, I'm gonna recap how these guys are rated, um, and then we'll kind of just jump right into it. So. We've got a scale from one to ten, and each character, once again, is going to be rated on the prevalence in the story, or aka like how critical they are to the plot, um, things like that. Number two is relative strength, power, or like fighting ability, just kind of again relative to whatever universe they're in, etc. Number three is going to be battle IQ, intellect, and skill. Right, so overall intelligence, how they handle battles, uh, things like that. Number four is adaptability and versatility. So there's a lot of points to be made in that one in the sci-fi category. I don't think you're going to see very many points. Eh, you, you may. You may. Um, as is most action films, you'll see some adaptability and versatility. And then lastly, <clears throat> you're going to see Riz. Now, we're going to start off with our good buddy Tucker, our guest, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, throwing me on the hot seat this fast again. Uh, huh? First pick, first round. Tucker goes with. Let's find out. Okay, okay. I this is again a real tough one for me because there's even more characters that I just want to throw out there, but I'm gonna have to take a take a big pick from one of my favorite series. World of Warcraft. I don't know. This, oh, yeah. this is we're diving deep into the nerddom yeah. right away here. I don't know how many people recognize this name. Came out in two thousand three. Yeah, uh, I know. Me and Sam loved it. Played it our whole lives. The most popular MMO RPG to date. With I think they're about to cross their twenty year anniversary. Oh yeah. It's oh. a goaded game and with some of the deepest lore out there as far as fantasy goes. Oh, and a lot of characters to choose from, but I have to pick my boy, previous reigning war chief of the Horde. Okay. Yep. 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 
He was, I mean, he was, he was on my list. He was on my list. That's a great pick. Uh, right off the bat, pissing me off. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is easily my number one. And for those of you that aren't familiar with World of Warcraft, Thrall is what we call a shaman. So think like almost Avatar: The Last Airbender. He controls the elements. You know, he can harness lightning. He can he can throw spews of lava. He can rupture the earth. He can send torrents of wind and maelstroms. Yep. It's uh Tucker's pretty wife. awesome, you know. If you if you're not familiar with it, just just look Big it up a little bit. It is, is incredible. Yeah, he is he's he's my he's my guy. Thrall. Yep. Like you said, previous war chief handed over the helm to I think he I think Gromash or Garrosh, one of the two. Yeah, I mean, I think Garrosh took the helm from him forcibly, and he had to put that man into the dirt. Yep, 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 yep. Good yep, old yep. Sylvanas took the reins, but... Okay, I mean, so prevalence to the story. This one is going to be kind of hard, because War yeah. of the Warcraft constantly has so many different things going on. Like, even right now, specifically with the newest addition to the... The games. So, I guess my question, Tucker, would be: Do you want to stick to the the original plot in the books, or are we adding good question game development in there too? I'm if- basing most of my knowledge off of the games because I'm not as familiar with the books. But you know, like you said, there's a lot of overarching plots and different storylines in World of Warcraft. But yeah. Even yeah. as far as those go, I'd say Thrall is like a character piece. Like he is very prevalent the in the days of Cataclysm. Thrall put down the helm of Warchief to f- essentially fix the Earth that this massive demon dragon named Deathwing came across and destroyed. So Deathwing basically laid ruin to all of their world, which is called Azeroth. <clears throat> and then Thrall essentially gave chiefdom to I don't remember. I can't remember. Either way, he left to go handle that. And it's said that in those events, Thrall showed that he was A, the only person that was going to be able to do it, and B, the strongest shaman to ever live. So I if we're just gonna stick with that alone and not dive into all the other crazy shit that Thrall has done, like battles against the Alliance and and the Burning Legion and things of that nature, I'd say Thrall's pretty pretty critical to repairing Azeroth and keeping it all in one when the elementals were running them up. Definitely. I think he's got a strong prevalence in the story, you know. Even in some of the storylines where he's not featured as like one of the main characters he's done so much for the world and just i mean he's he's the avatar of world of warcraft true true i can give him that i can give him that i'm gonna say because of the sheer amount of main characters that world of warcraft provides i don't think he's gonna get a crazy amount of marks here but i think because of him being such a special shaman when it comes to him just being so powerful comparatively to other shamans, he's gonna definitely get a bump up. So you're probably looking at like a six for me on the uh, on the prevalence of story. 
Maybe I, a seven. I see where you're coming from. I was I was looking for like a strong eight from me. Like I know there's a lot of characters and he might not be the number one, but you know, like we said, there's so many characters, and of those, he's in the core group of that handful of characters that is just absolutely critical to the plot. Okay. I, I from I mean he's an OG. He's he was from the beginning of the very start of the game. Thrall was there like twenty years ago. So I go I, I would give it a seven. That that's kind of where I'm gonna end on that. I would give Thrall a smooth seven uh for prevalence in the story. It's okay. I'm gonna stick with my eight. Um, and I think Trevor's having a couple little technical difficulties, so we'll we'll get his scores on on that here in a little bit. But we can go ahead and move on for now to um, relative strength and power. Okay, so we're gonna go with relative strength and power. I, we just talked about this. He's Man the most powerful yeah. shaman I mean, he's in existence. Correct. So. Yeah, it's it's hard to give him anything lower than like an eight or a nine on relative strength power. He Agreed. is the strongest shaman, so like in his in his actual um fighting and power abilities, there's nobody that can match him. So this man harnessed the strength of all four elements. I gotta to give him a six, man. Reseal the for, universe. Oh, you're saying six the for the story, Trevor? Prevalence, yeah. Okay. See, I'm, 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 I'm like there too. I mean, I, I said seven, and I, I'll stick with my seven. But I think if anybody's played World of Warcraft, they'll know Thrall is very prevalent in the very beginning, and then in Cataclysm, and then after Cataclysm, you don't really see him that much. He falls off because he kind of went on that <laughs> spiritual journey, and you know he's less prevalent. And because a lot of the story is Horde versus Alliance, or Horde and Alliance versus big bad guy, and you know, he kind of went off on his own yeah. a little bit after after you know, after he saved the fucking world. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, re- so we're back on relative strength and power here. I gotta give I gotta give Thrall nine. This in, is a strong in the grand in the grand scheme of things. I don't think that there's any character in the game that Thrall can't go toe to toe with. Hundred percent. Other than like an actual titan or dragon, correct? Need yeah, hundreds of people to beat. Yeah. Well, even the dragons, I think Thrall could probably handle like actually yeah. a, a good amount of the aspects. If we're being a hundred percent honest, he's he's kind of a, a hard ass like that. Trevor, yeah, how you he's, feeling about there for sure? Fighting power abilities. I don't think he's a fucking nine. Because Lich King uh, is a nine. Lich King gets bodied, bro. What are you talking about? Mm. You take the sword away from Lich King and he goes back to being a baby back bitch. Anyways. Frostmourne's Frost's got his moments where he gets fucked, but I wouldn't give him a nine. I'd probably say eight, eight and a half. Eight? I'll take it. I'm going to take that one. What are you landing on the the power and abilities for Thrall? Tucker? Oh, strong nine from me as well. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you're gonna have to rip it. That you know, you, you're lucky. Yeah. I'm not throwing a ten out there, but I, I can't. Yeah. No. 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 I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. So nine, nine, and eight. Cool. Yes, sir. Battle IQ, intellect, 
and or skill. I mean, we're talking about a man who is ruling over the entire, entire horde for this, decades. So, yeah, and so preface this, the horde is essentially a conglomerate of different races of like outcast and different things. So it's like trolls, goblins, orcs, torrens, um just a bunch of a bunch of different outcast races that band together and Thrall is the war chief of all of them. So he definitely is a tactician. He's proven that plenty of times in the show. I mean in the uh in the I guess in the uh in the game in the books, right? So I would definitely say he's probably pretty high up there. I'm gonna give him I mean he's not the best tactician so thrall's thing was he always wanted to try to resolve things peacefully at first whereas like opposed to garrosh who was just like kill everybody who stands in our way type, type vibe um yeah. and so as far as battle and like prepping for battle garrosh was always better because he was always just that kind of mindset person that's why garrosh served thrall as his right hand when thrall was war chief because Thrall would always try to resolve it peacefully, and then when he couldn't, Garrosh was there to kind of say, "All right, now it's my turn to start kicking ass." Yeah, so I I'm going to go Mark's with a great leader there. Yeah, I'm going to go with a seven. I'm going to go with a seven. I think a lot of battle planning and battle IQ. It could be a little bit higher. There's an argument there, but I think a lot of the battle planning and and tactics were done by um, Garrosh. I think I'm going to take that argument a little higher and that like showing the resolve to resolve things peacefully first demonstrates that intellect and that skill. You know, he has the ability to absolutely crush people with violence, but he always speaks a more. I see. I think that just speaks to his morals and not his battle IQ. I could see that, but I'm going to settle on a strong eight for battle IQ. Okay. Uh, I think it's seven. Okay. Seven. 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 His. He literally. What's the word I'm looking for? Pretty much, he gave it to Garrosh, and that was the worst, probably intellectual thing to do. Um, Agreed. He actually. I'd want to give him a six, but overall, I'd give him a seven. Yep. So. Thank you. Here we are: adaptability and versatility. Well, when you can control all four elements, you become pretty adaptable. 100%. Um, that's just the plain facts of it all, right? You just you, you become adaptable and versatile. So this one's going to be pretty high. Um, he has managed to not necessarily squeam his way out of a lot of wars, but he's managed to adapt to... A lot of world-threatening events, a lot of world-threatening wars, um, in whether that means, you know, setting peace treaties or or figuring out different ways to actually be successful in the war. Uh, Thrall, Thrall was that dude through and through. Um, I mean, he's got to be pretty high here, probably an eight, probably an eight for adaptability and versatility as well. At least an eight, am I? Yeah, Thrall's crazy, bro. I'm doing it again, boys. I'm coming out. Throwing punches. Damn. Okay. And then 
So what did you say, Trevor? You said you said I'm agreeing about eight. Yeah. Okay. So we're all on about eight. Nah, I'm throwing a nine out there, dude. Of course you are. This means patting his stats. Everybody, I I want to go on record here. All right, I got to. All right, he's got the most disgusting nudes. There are some filthy (laughs) pictures of me out there. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. He goes with a nine. Got it. All right. Next, uh, we all know the most important category is Riz. So Riz this is a tough one. And if I could arguable. give him a zero, I would. No, can't Come give him on. a zero. Charles got Charles <laughs> got a got a baddie by his side. But I will tell you this. Thrall has been a man of the people and nothing else for, yeah. That's for why pretty much his really entire happening. life. He he doesn't really show love interest. He doesn't really pursue that kind of thing either. Um he, he I mean, demonstrates that Sigma male mindset. Yeah. He's, he, it's not really a priority of his to, you know, to kind of riz up anybody. Um, but I think we add the title of war chief and the renown of his abilities. And he gets World probably Shaman, about yeah. a, yeah, probably about a five or a six. I was thinking yeah. five or six as well. Yeah. So five I and think- a half. Yeah, we'll say I'll we'll say. say five and a half for the Riz. It, the Riz is always a tricky it's, one, man. It's a tough one. And so, I knew it was go, gonna you can cripple go crazy my for, pick, for all sure. first four picks, like four four stats, and then Riz can just cut you at the knees. <laughs> all right, good pick. Fuck, that's a good pick. Are you averaging these? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it right now. I I didn't think you were gonna go off the bat with throw. I'm I'm glad you did. And and if you don't know World of Warcraft, uh, hopefully we explain Thrall well enough for you. He is a crazy ass character, but there's so many crazy characters in that game, that and, and in the books and the lore that it's hard to um, it's hard to really gauge how powerful they all are. The universe is just so big. I mean, it's a game that's been going on for like we said twenty twenty years now almost. So you can imagine they've added an, an incredible amount of things to it. Scores came through at a solid, just like with Master Chief. The Riz hurt me again here. 7.3. 7. 7. Okay. <laughs> 7.4. God, that's still a solid, solid pick. All right. We're going to move on. We're going to go with good old Trevorino. Oh, Trevor, I know you. You're the Snapchat. The fucking you're the chat. You're the Snapchat Supreme. You're the sleeper supreme. I know you got some filthy news in the Snapchat. If there's anybody <laughs> that's going to have a potential high, high score, is Inigo Montoya. Oh, my God. Boy, we coming out with the curveball. I, 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 I was so against this from, from the jump. But it's I'll fantasy, let, bro. I'll let you argue it. Let's hear it. It Let's is hear fantasy. It. it is under fantasy. It is First one, pride. prevalence in the story. Well, the story is, is about him. Yeah. yeah. It is about him going well, to okay, avenge so his not, father. So he's not 100% prevalence in the story because it is about, um, I forget his name, the blonde dude trying to get the princess. Right. But if you really watch the movie... It's about an ego. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. It's about a revenge pack that he has, um, as well as the princess. So I'm gonna throw 
Probably seven. I was thinking eight. Uh, if you watch the story, it ninety percent of the screen time is him and the people around him. Well, like, the only reason why I give a seven is because the title is Princess Bride, and it's not really about him, but he basically made the movie about him because his story was way better. Yeah, okay. he, he. That's the only reason why I'm gonna give a seven is because it's technically camera. not about him. He's just a side story. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'll give it a seven. I'm cool with giving him a seven at prevalence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I was going to, I was going to go a little higher. I was going to go eight, you know, cause he kind of controls the screen when he's on, but you guys are right. You know, story, maybe not necessarily about him, but yeah, he does take control of that camera. So I'm going to, I'm going to settle on an eight for me. Gotcha. It's about okay. seven and a half. Yeah. Somewhere yes, around Okay. Relative strength, power, and fighting ability. This the man, man is yep. fucking yep. insane at swordsmanship. <laughs> he is a swordsman until he dies. He, yeah, he's gonna, really, really good. I'm gonna give him an eight. I was thinking eight. I so in the entire sh- movie, he really is uncontested. I think he pretty much just straight out wins almost all the fights every, he gets yeah, into. Yeah, fight, yeah. So probably so, a nine. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think you really see him waver other than, like, a couple of comedic times when he wavers, right? But it's not, like, true, oh, this is, like, game-ending, like, you lost this fight type deal. So I, I would say I would say a smooth smooth nine he really he really is just yeah. better than everybody else in the movie i'll ask that okay is there not a single character in this movie that can contend with sir montoya not if he has a sword in his hand if he doesn't have a sword in his hand then andre the giant would beat the fuck out of him but <laughs> but luckily andre the giant is not a bad guy so all right, I okay. I'm apt to agree with the nines then. Yeah, I think I think it's just straight up a nine. All right, that's a good pick. This is gonna be a good pick. <clears throat> Damn. All right, battle IQ, intellect, and skill. We all give it to him. We're, we're giving him a nine for the power. Mm, no, I meant for this. Uh, oh, battle IQ. Battle IQ. We gonna give it to him, or we gonna give it to him? Yeah, we. We, we're going to give it to him. The man is unmatched with a sword. He is a master of his craft. He is probably a straight up nine or ten. There's yeah. a, he he just he's mm-hmm. got battle IQ out the ass. He is witty even in the midst of battle. He knows how to goad an opponent into seemingly striking where he wants them to strike or striking yeah, he's preemptively. The he is a swordman's dream. He's just through and through unmatched on yeah. the uh, on the sword. So I got to give him like a ten, to be honest. Hmm, it's a tough one because ten's like the best of the best. Yeah, this, I dude, don't know about this. this dude is one of the best swordsmen on screen. You know, I agree, hundred percent. That's why I'm giving him a ten. I give him a ten. You don't have to. I'm just where I'm at. If I mean, you watch the movie born, and he's just you know? he doesn't. Miss. I give him a nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I can give him an actual ten. I want to, but he's human. He has his flaws, you know. Yeah, it's fair. 
I might I might pull a little scum boy here. And I agree with you on because we merged kind of battle intellect and skill and the you know the swordsmanship, the skill he shows. I think that's I think that's ten worthy. But I think I might go back and edit my score for relative power and strength. Because how much of that is swordsmanship skill and how much of that is like raw power and fighting ability, you know? How much comes from his I see where you're coming at. Yeah. I see where you're coming Versus from. like hand to hand type combat. Yeah. That makes But all, fighting all ability is whether how he fights, whether it's with a weapon or with his fist, you know, it doesn't matter. It's his fighting ability. And his fighting ability is great. His athleticism is spectacular. It's still great. Is what'd you give it, Tucker? You gave it a nine? I'm gonna give him a a nine and a half for skill because I'm with you. He's goaded, but I'm dropping down my previous nine to a seven for power. Get the fuck out of here! Because I don't think he's very powerful, man. His fighting ability, I think he's bro. Skillful, you're, you're, you're and I think that is distinctly different than skill. You're looking too. I don't think these two categories. I think you guys are merging these two categories. You're, you're ridiculous. Whatever. All right, let's go. You're looking, at two, you're looking at two things out of the three. It's strength, power, fighting ability, okay? He's a human, okay? His I, fighting ability is... But I think you guys are focused I more on one of the three see, for both. I think I definitely see both sides of this argument here. I, <laughs> okay. I, I do understand where Tucker's coming from, and I think where he, where he makes up those points in skill. He has completely mastered a craft that he 100% relies on through the movie. So I understand why you wouldn't want to give him a, a a 10 for i mean strength and power it's not like if he was i get it i get it go am i gonna movie. go back and change my score no yeah, but i go get watch it. the movie all right next he one is athletic Adapt- as fuck adaptability right? that's fighting ability hey, okay. athleticism that's is something, not a category <laughs> uh, it, uh, that could go into adaptability and versatility too right so this is the next category adaptability versatility is also very high and the reason I say that is because even when Inigo is unarmed, he is, like you said, still very athletic, still shifty, still able to yeah, rely on his his true sense of fighting and uh, true like adaptability um, to ensure the victory uh, throughout the the movie. So. I'm going to give adaptability and versatility. That's another really strong. That's about an eight. It's a, probably about an eight. I think it, it would be higher if he used really anything else but a sword the entire movie, but he doesn't really. He, he essentially just goes through the whole movie using nothing but a sword, which is why he scored so high in skill and uh, in battle IQ. So I would say probably about an eight an adaptability and versatility. What are you thinking, Trevor? Because I'm throwing another one down here. I mean, I don't really care what you think. Cause you probably have never seen the movie, have you, buddy? I mean, I know of it. <laughs> okay, I've yeah, seen enough. Exactly. I've seen enough to make okay. an assessment. I would give him probably an eight and a half because the fight scene that he has on the cliff with um, fucking I forget his name. Every time the blonde dude, he's using his environment. You know, he like gets the upper hand and just. Even in the scene where he's like fighting in the uh, what is it, like the dining hall, or whatever. Like again, he's using the tables. He's using like you know everything around him. Like he's very versatile. 
So I'd probably give him like an eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm not against you when you when you say that. Like I said, I get I give him an eight. He is shifty. He's able to, you know, do things that uh, you know you wouldn't exactly. Are you talking about Westley? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, that's the blonde dude. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember his name too. I think it's Westley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. After what Sam said about him just using the sword for the most part, I was I was leaning towards like a six. But considering the arguments from Trevor and that he, you know, he's utilizing his environment, flipping the tables, you know, maybe throwing a little sand out on, you know, I'm not as familiar with as you guys with the movie, but. I think I'm gonna settle on like a, a seven point five. You know, it seems like he's he's got Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Uh you know, lastly it's the Riz. The Riz Now uh, this is where Trevor just storms the castle and takes all the points <laughs> <laughs> with this pick. <laughs> This is a but, good. This isn't something I can argue on. This. So one. the thing, this is where it's weird with the risk for him, right? The thing about him is he has his whole goal of defeating the man who killed his father, right? Nothing else to his story except that. But the man's just swagger, his you know, his banter, his flow, like just the way he is, like himself. He's just so freaking smooth, man. He just yeah, he like, like I said, the perfect swashbuckler. If you ever want to get inspiration for a swashbuckler, go look at his character from that movie. Yeah. He he has the like you said, the 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 wittiness, the 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 charm. It's it's another like he never really makes it a focal point to 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 really raise anybody up. It's not what he's out to do, he doesn't really care about that. Um, but, but he has a mustache with the yeah, curls, of course, of course. You know? I mean, he's he's a good looking dude for sure. <laughs> yeah. To to quote the legendary pop singer the Bruno Mars, Inigo Montoya is dripping in finesse. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I give him an eight. I give him an eight on Riz. Entry. I would have thought I'm, higher on that. I'm giving no, him nine, dude. Can't give him higher than that. Can't give him. You can't give him higher than that because he doesn't too. even. He doesn't even make it a point to have Riz. He just that's, by nature that's, that's, part of it has that's, a Riz. That's what Riz is all about. He's natural. Man. You, you can't no, try no, to no, have Riz. You definitely try. Nah, no, Riz is no, natural. Riz is. You want to know just, why? You exude because it. Jay, Agent Jay, who scored a ten in in the in the previous episode for Riz. Does try at it. He makes it a point to talk to women the way he talks to women, and to and to essentially flirt. Whereas, Inigo Montoya doesn't necessarily do that. He just this man is flirts when he fights, bro. Uh, he's just witty and fun. You know what? I'm sticking with <laughs> I'm sticking with an eight. You guys, you guys uh, got your just, scores. I'm with Trev. I think that's I'm with Trev here. I, I think this nine, is a bro. solid nine. Okay. He's, it's it, he doesn't even have to try. He does it unknowing. Because oh, he yeah. exudes so much riz at it's all times. Y'all do not want to see my nudes. I promise you don't. Want to <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What? What's this? Do we score this man up? So we got I'm nine, nine, and eight. Did I say eight or seven? I should have said, said eight. seven. You fuckers. I should have said seven. Mm. Should have said seven. 
See, I'm making it more of a competition than what it should be. We're just, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? Because you know you want to give him that fucking nine. I don't want to give him shit. Oh, yeah, you he's, do. He's still holding strong at a solid 8.2 out of 10 overall. <laughs> It's huge. That man pick. deserves it. Huge that man pick. deserves it. I want to go back and watch that movie because I thought I was throwing hands. Trevor's coming out swinging with all four <laughs> limbs. Right. My next two aren't that shit. <laughs> I hope you throw. I hope you throw some play. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come out here. I mean, just guns blazing. Oh my god. Sam's okay. about to dig deep into the vault for this next pick. Is that pig. your next one? But we're not doing animation. Sorry, guys. Um, Shrek would win. If only. Oh, he's, he's he stopped with the tier list. It's, there's no argument. He pulled me, Fiona as an ogre. Bro. Oh, yeah. That's ultimate yeah. race. Yeah, it is. It really is. Anyways. Okay. Coming in. Uh, third pick of the first round of the 2023 fantasy draft just fucking say it. <laughs> the reigning champ of the sci-fi draft picks hellboy oh all right not yeah. expecting this yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and true matter of fact you can go by either one you can go by you can go by David Harbour's Hellboy or Ron Perlman's Hellboy. Doesn't matter. Most most of us have probably seen the Ron Perlman one. If you haven't seen David Harbour's Hellboy, it's not bad. It's not as good as Ron Perlman, but what is going to be as good as Ron Perlman? Nothing. <laughs> so, let's start it off. The show, the movie, is literally titled Hellboy. It is about Hellboy. It is about where he came from. It's about his story and how he is kind of traversing this born to be evil but want to be good life um and so i i got to give him a 9 i mean there's the all of the movies are essentially solely about him i mean and we're talking about prophecy too like the movies aren't just so happen to be let's follow a day in the life of hellboy no it's like Hellboy is born, and he's part of a prophecy to destroy the Earth and unleash Hell, and uh, and that's what the movie's about. I mean, just on the basis alone, the movie itself is named after him. I was just going to default to a ten here. See, and this is where you're both wrong. Oh God! How many times has he had somebody help him? Whether it's the female, whether it's his, you know, the other people like uh, the fish dude, or like he has a a team that that yeah. doesn't speak to his but, prevalence so, in critical territory. They're the just supporting. He needs help. That that's not that doesn't have anything to do with this category. Well, then we have right. to redo sci-fi. Then will we not? No, that's not what we rated on. Yes. Prevalence of the story okay. is even in the first movie, his horns. That nobody else has or can grow are the key to the fucking door to hell. It has to be him. He is the only human, or I mean, the only fucking person that can you do this. Get a 10, in story. I'll say that much. I gave him a nine. No, I know. I'm talking about Tucker. He definitely doesn't get a 10. I'm sticking with a 10 here. 
I'm shooting to an eight. I'm sorry, bro. There's so many that's people crazy. who help him out. We'll average out of nine. So many people who help him out, bro. That's I fine. Mean, that doesn't that mean go, he's not. And that would being go critical. because if they were not in there, this then is how his we scored that. The story would be ruined. This is how we scored that previously. Okay. If if they're getting a bunch of help, that affects their adaptability and versatility. Because it's not just him. Just like we ranked Neo lower in adaptability and versatility because he was getting help in the in the sim. That's where that would come into play. But as far as prevalence and story and yeah. critical to plot, he is like full marks. Yeah, he's he's critical to the plot. Like without yeah. him, there is no plot. <laughs> We'll settle on a nine. All right. Relative strength and power here. And this can come into play with what you're saying too, Trevor. I'm kind of salty that you gave it an eight. But... I'm just saying, bro, this motherfucker gets tossed around a lot to be fair. And I'm to getting fair, to that. I'm he's very strong. That. He is yeah. extremely he strong. <laughs> he knows how to take a hit. And oh, yes, yeah. he does get plenty. Mm. No, I think time. it's more relative strength. I think endurance and whatnot, resilience would be more in this category. And that's taking a hit. Strength yeah. is lifting shit, punching, like, you know, breaking stuff, versatility and adaptability. Is how many I can blows agree. do you get taken I, on your body? Before I can you agree with Trevor that versatility is being able to um, to endure. I can agree with that. That's fair. That's if fair. we go by wow stats, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess. Yeah, that's that's how you get me on an argument. Bring a little Warcraft into it, and I'll, I'll concede. All right. So, so rel- relative strength and power. Let me let me hear your case before I before I go off on a tangent here. Tucky, you want to go first? Or want me to go first? I'm gonna have. I'm not as familiar as you guys. I'm gonna listen to your two arguments. I'm gonna yes, make my decision no, based on that. Fuck? I know, man. I know. What the fuck? I just I have different tastes than you. Uh, but this is fun because I get to right. I get to learn. For I don't know, strength, power, fighting ability. There's a lot of variables in this one for him. I want to say. Yes, seven. Seven? That's a, yeah, it's a seven. What bro, he smacked you in the mouth. Oh, much, bro. He relies too much on his fist. But uh, that's what power is. Homie, that's strength. Actually, only like, like, not even fifty percent of the time relies on his fist. He has the biggest revolver known to man. That's fine. I get that. He he has good weapons. I'm not dissing that. But he gets tossed a lot. Okay. okay. His strength and power he does, fighting ability he does get is, tossed. is mid-range. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I swear going, I should remove fighting ability from the second one. Because I feel like we're mixing skill and strength because I'm, of that fighting ability. But I'm go going on. with eight. As far as strength and power, there are very few creatures in the world of Hellboy that match his strength and power. I There is... So when he was fighting... That big ass tentacle monster, or whatever the fuck, in the oh, shit. All right, say less. I'm watching this movie immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember which one that was in. I think it was the in the second one. one. Second I think it was one. in the second one, or maybe don't the worry. first one. I don't I'll, remember. Either I'll way, find it. either way, he fights this big ass tentacle monster, and he gets thrown the fuck around. Outside of that fight, he pretty much solos toe to toe any. Any other monster that he runs into the entire I don't movie. know, man. He fought that dog creature and didn't he struggled a little bit. I mean, he struggles. You know, the nice thing about the Hellboy movies is 
they don't make them so overly cracked that it's like that you know he's just gonna go in here and fucking win. That's that's a nice that's a and, really and that's big why I'm giving him a seven because like his actual strength and power is mid range. Right, it's and that's fine. Over-mid, I'm not I'm not arguing mid. the seven. I'm not arguing the seven. I yeah. just think for me, it's gonna be an eight. Now I can't go lower than an eight as far as power goes. He and don't forget when homie put the full horns on and went absolute fucking ape shit and was like completely on fire. He's went crazy, bro. This is wild because I'm actually giving uh, him. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but just for the sake of it, seems like Hellboy is extremely powerful from what I'm hearing. Like true raw power, he he's is up there, especially when he when he lets his horns grow. So typically, so here's so, the thing with Hellboy, and I'll explain it to you. Hellboy has two horns that come out the top of his head. What? Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what Hellboy has to do to keep his temperament and his like demonic self at bay is he has to shave these horns down. Wait, well, partially he does it because he doesn't like being called a freak. He's so just he's kind of this over powerful it. at a handicap, is what you're yeah. saying. So he breaks his horns off and shaves them down on a regular and essentially handicaps himself. Once those horns are fully grown, he straight up turns into like this crazy ass demon. Like, you want to talk about not being able to fuck with him? That's when there's not a soul in the show or the movie that can really touch him. He's the spawn yeah. of Satan. Like, he is directly from hell a demon. And he's the heir to the throne, basically. Yeah. I have settled on an, a score of nine for raw power. I okay. think he's going to lose a lot of points in the next category, that battle IQ and skill. Yeah, he has fucking zero. Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah. Rock. He's yeah. But I think he's, you know, he's that definition of like barbarian type strength, you know, where he's just. Yeah, agreed. Just that's can a, rip that's through a good, shit. But it's synopsis of it. You know, he takes a hit in this next category. All right. Next category, battle IQ, intellect, skill. We're going to start moving a little faster here. I don't want to keep Five. you guys here for another two hours. God, why do you want to? Why do you want to? That's like bro. He's so sloppy, and he destroys so much shit. He is. You can't tell me he's intellectual. I might even go lower. It doesn't sound like he's a very skillful. He's not. He's not. He he is. He is as brute strength as it gets. The the reason he makes it as far as he does while handicapping himself is because he's got super brainiac fish boy. A super. Let's not forget. As, as his his girlfriend, um, which is she's a fire. She wields fire. Yeah, she can like, control it or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's cracked. But yeah, like so, he destroys uh, like a museum. He 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 has that demon dog thing running yes. the traffic and cars it, and just. I'm just saying. But in but, the heat of battle, <clears throat> the heat of battle, you can see the glints of battle IQ there. You can see how he's able to move. He's really, truly kind of mastered the ability to move his big body. In the heat. yeah, I know. I know. Fuck. <laughs> I gotta go with the. I gotta go with the. I gotta go with the six. We'll yep. just even it out at a five. He's not five. very yep. smart. That's he's what I was thinking. Smart. All right. Fuck you I'm guys. The, uh, the argument for adaptability. I mean, vers- if we're saying versatility is taking a hit. 
Look, then he's, he's very adaptable and he's very versatile. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he he, he, he he takes blows, bro, and he knows how to like maneuver and shift and make sure you know he's like okay that hurt i don't want that to do that again you know he yeah he he learns quick and he's able to use things around the room yeah to help him he uses an environment a lot of the times because a lot of the times he's left completely unarmed um because of how stupid he is half the time so I, his adaptability and versatility is crazy so I definitely think it's going to be an eight for me on adaptability and versatility. I'm apt to agree with that. You said what? An eight on adaptability and versatility. I'd say no higher than an eight. So yeah. I'd probably say seven to eight, somewhere in that range for sure. Subtle on an eight for this, I yeah. think. Gotcha. But now I need to hear y'all's arguments on Hellboy's Riz. Oh, because I think there's unmatched two directions we can go here. His Riz is unmatched. His Riz is unmatched. This dude pisses off so many people. Even his own girlfriend fucking hates him most of the time. Now, the trench coat, the giant stone hand, his tail, like his his natural appearance, bro, he, he goes hard. Like, you're yeah. like, yo, I don't want to fuck with that dude. He is your true macho man. Like, he... And this is the movies, by the way. In the books, he's like a scrawny little fucker. <laughs> yeah, in the books, he's a lot more agile. Um, yeah. But we're talking about the movies. No, no, I know, I know. And in the movies, he definitely gives you that sense of, like, safety. Like, if he's on your side, you're not worried. You know what I mean? Like, if he's I mean, on your worried. side... But he's... A... <laughs> But he's demon. gonna take shit down. Yeah, he's yeah, an so, ugly hulking demon. And now, he's not ugly per se either. I mean, uh, people, I mean the uh, David Arbor one. The David Arbor one. He's pretty fucking yeah. ugly. All right. All Let's right. just say I'm, I would I'm rather post one. my nudes than Hellboy's nudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would rather see Hellboy's nudes. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, that's um, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say like a. Seven. Don't you fucking. Okay. I'm going no higher than a five on this. If you had seen, if you you need to look up Hellboy's girlfriend. That's what you need to do. Nah, she's <laughs> using him. I'm convinced of it. This is this You're is a tripping. sugar daddy using him. and hot, hot girl situation. <laughs> this is she likes him for his like soul, that. not because he's you know? charismatic. All right, I'm going with a seven. I'm going with a seven. Hellboy's got the macho man. Come with me if you want to live vibe. He's got the um No he doesn't. Get out of here. You know, I'm he's got saying, the I'm cigar smoking. Giving him a five right now. Okay. Whatever. I'm generous giving him a seven. But the you are generous. goes a long way, bro. All right. That's the mysteriousness, you know? Like, yeah, he's round, a demon, but like why is he wearing Round up these people? scores. I'm thinking it's probably about a seven exact. Maybe a seven point one. No, it can't be. It's gotta be like a six point nine. I think it's crazy. 7.3. We fucking take that. We take that. Let's go. That's a dub for Hellboy. That's a dub for Hellboy. All right. <laughs> we, I'm so satisfied with that. All right. Round two of the draft started back up at the top. Tucker. 
Let's and, hear your second pick. All right, fine. All right. My pick right here. If you've played any single player RPGs, this one is one of the ones at the top of the list. From the Witcher series, the OG. Damn you. Maybe not OG, but the main Witcher himself. Damn you. Geralt of Rivia. Geralt of Rivia. Long game this coin to you, Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh. All right. Geralt is such a good pick. He. The, the books go crazy. The show goes crazy. The game goes crazy. If you have not seen or played the Witcher series, you're missing the fuck out. The whole universe is incredible. Let's get right to it. Let's get down I'm to the brass. I'm going to be honest expert. right now. I've only seen season one. That is such a shame. So you should probably rethink your entire life. It's no, good. I don't watch TV. So prevalence in the story. The story is, it's in the beginning. It it's pretty much solely about him and getting to Siri. Yes, which... right. In, to be fair, he's not like the only character that's important. There's a lot of supporting characters. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like series very crucial to the part uh, plot. Unifer has very also to the plot. Witchers, so I think I'd give him like a solid seven out of ten. I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm at. I'm at I a seven. Say, I was gonna say six or seven. Yeah. yeah. I'm at a. I'm at a seven from prevalence to the to the story for sure. Okay, here's a big one. He relative power, relative strength, power fighting ability, as as usual for a main character in a show or a fantasy movie a like lot. this. Say that again. He's got a lot. Yeah, he he is arguably the best wisher that's ever lived. Oh yeah. Um, a contributing to the fact that a lot of the witchers have been murdered at this point. Um, so. If you haven't seen it, a witcher's job is essentially to you basically work for the people and hunt down different sort of monsters and creatures. Typically, you kind of stay out of like the real world of like politics and like regular job. Like you're they're looked upon because you a look different, b you have special powers, and c people generally just don't like witchers because they're scared of them. Um, well, that, and it usually means that there's something evil afoot as well. Right, exactly. So his strength and power is probably an eight or a nine. He say eight. has almost mastered his abilities as a witcher, which include like telekinetic pushes and regeneration and strength and... I mean, he he has being a Witcher gives you quite a bit of power. See, this one's a little hard because a lot of his stuff all flow together. His adaptability versus battle IQ, like it all like, is pretty exactly. like flowing together. Uh, yeah. So like, it's a great. It's point. a little hard and... to actually rate it now. Strength, power, fighting ability. I'm still going to give him eight because he's very good swordsman, a very good fighter. He's very strong. Yep. You know, he's right. a mutant human. You know, he yeah, has he's, magical he's a mutant abilities. Human. Yeah, he has magic powers. Yeah. So I was thinking no higher than an eight, just because, like you said, I think most of his 
you know, power comes from that skill and that adaptability. Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes into a fight. He knows the monsters so well. He knows their weaknesses. He targets those. And without that knowledge, he would probably get his ass kicked a lot yeah. of the time. I agree. I I think we're all good on eight for strength, and then battle IQ is a big one. Like you said, he he has studied the monsters. He makes preparations for catching the monsters. He's very methodical and thought out, and that's a big reason why he's one of the last surviving witchers. He's not somebody who's like rage filled. He's typically pretty cool tempered. Um, and in even... most of his fights. And even as far as a lot of the witchers go, like there's a lot of witchers that solve things through brute strength. And I think Geralt has survived so long because he is so oh, thoughtful and yeah. Exactly yeah. thinks about his, his battle like, IQ and intellect's got to be like a nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was thinking no, no lower or higher. Yeah, but it's got to be a nine. Damn. And this oh, one is also good, probably a nine for the adaptability, too. versatility. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I also it's think so nine on this. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's incredibly adaptable. Yeah. Yeah, he he knows he, in the he face knows the of creatures, he knows the environment, like he uses everything to his advantage pretty much all the time. Yeah. He, yeah, he's proven just if you haven't watched the show, watch the show. It does a really good job of capturing that. And if you like uh -oh. video games, play the games. They're so good. Yeah, <sighs> they're very very good. The storytelling in the games are fucking insane. Uh, and then Riz, Ooh. come on, come on. He got no that higher Riz. than a nine. He's got that Riz. No higher he, than a nine. I'm with you. He he pulled not only arguably the strongest mage in the entire universe of The Witcher. There's there are like seven or eight storylines in the games devoted. To just wifing people yeah. up, yeah. <laughs> like, and you, he he's got like three to four is. women just drawn to him at any point. What we and talking about? If you haven't seen the show, I mean, it doesn't matter what you look at. This man's yeah. got wrist for days. I mean, I'm not you've saying that. Seen that, bath, you, that bathtub scene with Henry Cavill, fucking relax, 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 down his back, like come relax. <laughs> are you get? Are you getting too worked up right now? I think relax. you are, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Riz is a no nine. Lower, yeah. Riz is a nine. God, what a good pick, bro. He's, like, he's like dope, the, well, the silverly legend, white hair, the, the eyes, the fucking black leather armor. The rippling you know? abs. Oh, the he's scars all over his body. Alone, like, he's just like, yo, I don't want to fuck with that dude. He, yeah, his scars all over him. He, yeah. He the is voice. a nine, for sure. Score it up. Score it up. Let me hear this fucking outrageous scoring for... Geralt, fuck you, bro. Oh my god, that's a good pick. That's such a good pick. What the fuck? It's another 8.4 out of 10, baby. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. So I want to see Geralt of Rivia and take Anigo Montoya head on. That's what I want to see. I think without I powers. Like, oh, I want to see Darth Vader take on a fucking apprentice. I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Damn, right. that's a good pick. All right, yeah, Trevor, round two one. pick. Yep, 
This is all you. This Let's one hear is a fucking sleeper. And I know, so I told you, Sam, I know what both of you are going to fucking say to this one. Little Nicky. Oh my fuck, bro. Yep. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> Why do I have to rate Little Nicky in a fucking fantasy draft? I mean, he's like Hellboy. <sighs> who? All right. Little Nicky is an this Adam just Sandler. Who? Yeah, I, I, we just got to leave him alone. He's he's in his own world. I'll let you um, know. What? No, one. hold on, hold on. We won't do Little Nicky since this man is uncultured. I'll do a different one. Okay. I'll do a different one. All right? I mean, I was down to rate Little Nicky. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. This man should be ashamed of himself for not knowing one of the best Adam Sandler characters, but it's okay. That's crazy that you don't Interesting. Know. Yeah, that is wild. I love I really want to throw another fucking sleeper on this one. I've never even heard of this movie. What? Okay. All right. Wild. All right. Yeah, bulldog goes hard then. Tucker, what time are you releasing those nudes? I mean, after that right. girl pick. Right. You, ready, you ready for this one? All right. I think yeah. this one may. No. I know what's going to kill her on this one. I was going to say Mary Poppins, and I'm going to stick with it. Mary it. Poppins. Mary fucking Poppins. Okay. Okay. This could be argued a lot of different directions. Yeah. So I, I already know which one's going to kill her. So prevalence to the story and how critical they are to the plot. The, the show Mary is called Poppins. it's Mary Poppins. It's, yeah, at least it's a nine, Poppins. bro. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna settle on a nine. It's about Mary Poppins. It's about the kids and how she handles the kids. And if I'm being honest, it's been probably twelve years since I've seen a fucking Mary Poppins movie. Oh, so dude, I, I just watched it recently, like last year. It's so good. I'm sorry for you. All right, and then. This is where it kills her. Yeah, relative strength and power. We know Mary Poppins is is powerful. Is powerful, but she doesn't really ever have to use the power, so it's very hard to gauge. And for that reason, especially in fighting, this is where my argument, right? So strength and power. Power can also come from yourself, right? For just being a powerful figure, correct? Because if we're talking like that, if we want power, she's a nanny. Yeah, if you we want to saying? talk into her relative, which, which, which the keyword here is relative to what she does in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the and goat she of nannies. Yeah, yeah, she's the goat of nannies for sure. So raw strength and power, we don't really know. We don't yeah, so, fight. Right, exactly. We're talking like her power of her being a nanny and just putting the works down, like on the family. You know. Yeah, I could say I could see I could see an eight. I could I see an say, eight. For, so I was gonna say for, yeah, seven or eight power. Yeah. I've I've just received a message from some of our judges, actually. And uh, Mary Poppins is a Disney movie. It is a Disney movie, and that's okay because it's a it's a stand it's like a standalone, and it is live action. So I, I'm okay with that. And it's our, only Disney because of Walt Disney. But anyways, we're getting that. Our judges will allow it. Yeah, it is a Disney movie, which is fine. Also, because I don't. I don't want to go back to it. I know, I know. I'm with it. I'm with it. All Are right. We... But power. What, what we like Mary Poppins as a pick. This is a good pick. It's a fun sleeper. And I do Agreed. think that Agreed. this is a this is an interesting way to gather some points here because I do think she does pretty well. Um, battle IQ, intellect, and skill. Again, we're talking about relative. Okay, so hold on. What did we score? I scored eight. Trevor, you scored eight. You I said eight. seven to eight. Seven to eight, Tucker. For power, did we we settled on nines for prevalence, right? Yeah. I. So you're being biased. 
I I'd say, say, yeah, I'd say eight. Eight. Based on previous we had to look up who Mary Poppins was. <laughs> what are we talking? What? No. I just I had to settle, make sure we're okay with the Disney pick. That's all. That's all. We're fine. We're fine. But I don't uh, know if I can change battle, it. Battle no. I mean, yeah, she's Mary Poppins. She's she's got she. You know, she's always got a trick in that bag, man. I'm I'm definitely seeing True. like a solid eight here. Yep. All right. Battle mm-hmm. IQ, intellect, and skill. Skill will lean heavy on Mary Poppins. We know is just generally intelligent because I. God knows. There's so many theories about Mary Poppins. Is she immortal? Like, does she ever really age? Or is she part of the Harry Potter universe? You know, right. there's a bunch of crazy theories about Mary, yeah. Mary Poppins. <clears throat> I will tell you, skill. She's got the nannying down. She knows how to handle the kids. She's very. She knows smart. how to relieve stress from the parents. She's very good at what she does. Maybe the probably the best nanny there ever is. So I think she's going to get full marks, probably an eight or a nine here for skill and, and mm-hmm. intellect. Makes me want to bring up a sleeper with Nanny McPhee. <laughs> I guess it's kind of just a spinoff Mary Poppins, you know what I mean? But Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Get, can we get off the fucking nannies? Let's just get through this. <laughs> right, we need Why a whole mad, podcast bro? dedicated to uh, you know super nanny versus Nanny McPhee versus Mary yeah. Poppins. <laughs> I think right. I think so I think eight, you know, because we're adapting it to her own universe, and yeah, we're trying really hard know. here not to be too. Can't like, be not everything has to, to be everything. fucking violent and fighting when it comes yeah. to fantasy. So. She's uh, she's incredibly skillful. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so eight? eight eight across the board. Yeah. Okay. This I think she's no higher than a nine. Because she's very versatile with her um, tricks and her, you know, bag and, you know, all the other stuff that she does, like the song and all that. Yeah, I, yeah. Her, her adaptability and versatility. She's got, yeah, the bag. She's got, a, she's got an answer for everything, right? Yeah. In that yeah. bag. And to There's, take care of children, like you gotta be adaptable. I mean, you, know, hell, you never know what those little the, gremlins uh, are gonna throw at you. Yeah, I mean, the whole scene with the what was it, the the ceramic thing where they go into like that that pot, whatever. Yeah, Bro, she was hella versatile and adaptable in that. Yeah, she almost got those kids killed. <laughs> I think, I think she's a full eight across the board here as well. I think, I think there could be an argument to be made for a nine, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with an eight. I think too. Yeah, I'm, I'm eight across the board here. I want to say eight and a half, but yeah, I think okay. eight would probably be a good score for her. So and then we're on the Riz. We're on the Riz here. Ten. I mean. Bro, yeah. she got the bag. She got the, the dress, original the Mary Poppins. Like, I don't even know. The, even the new one, bro. Bro, you're tripping. But she has no Riz. What are you I talking would... about? Get out of here, bro. She sings. She's got magic, bro. Okay, that's Riz to you. We're talking about Riz to like other people in the show. She's a fucking nanny, dog. Like, what are you talking and about? And she captivates them all the time with what she does. Okay. I mean, that's like just I said, because OG... she's skillful at her job. OG Mary Poppins, I'd, I'd give like six, seven. But with the new one and oh, Emily, Blunt, Emily Blunt yeah. playing Mary Poppins, yeah, I yeah. might have to pad those scores a little bit, you know. I'm going I'm going with a six on Riz. Can't change my mind. I she she's just not that's not what she does. She's not okay. she's not it's that's not, not why she's there. That's not what she does. She's there for the kids and the chimney guy the, the family. That's a good point. That's a good point. You can't you can forgot the chimney guy, but okay. I'll go with a six, regardless of chimney guy. 
I mean, she's charismatic, though. It's Mary Poppins. You know, she's I'm got a mystique. That's so why she gets I a six. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to settle on a seven here. No, I'm a seven and a half. Seven and a half, six, seven. I hate your guts for this pick. <laughs> I, I don't want it. you to know I that. I love this pick. I don't, Always I don't ever want to have to rate a fucking nanny when we're dealing with literal fantasy characters. She's a literal fantasy character. She He's has magic. Basically I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying that it's not within the realm of what we're picking here. I'm just saying, of all the picks you could have picked, you've picked Mary Poppins. And that's whatever. I mean, that's fine, I guess. But You just sound mad, bro. I'm always mad. There's no change. Don't be surprised. Mary Poppins comes out to a solid 7.9 out of 10. Damn, that is such a good Ego months away. Yeah, Poppins. he's I got the sleepers, with. man. I gotta pick it up. I gotta yeah, pick it up. Here. Can't sleep on this next one. Round two, pick number Wait. three. We are going with my boy in one of my favorite movies of all time, Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing. Ooh, that that movie alone, complete completely sparked my love for all things werewolves all things vampires all things gothic and transylvanian i I (laughs) fell in love with the the atmosphere of that movie the characters i mean there is nothing that movie that movie had it all bro so we were talking about this before um about the movie and i had a feeling you were gonna pick this one when you mentioned it but we looked it up the the rotten tomato score Listen to this bullshit score, all right? Van Helsing, Hugh Jackman, one of the greatest fucking supernatural, like, you know, whatever. Fantasy like, movies, yeah. Fantasy it's... Movies, yeah. 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. That, uh, if I yeah, ever get my absolute fuck out of here, bro. Fat ass hands on whoever the fuck made that score. Literally. Six, I'm going to change out of 10 their life. On IMDb. Like, okay. Yeah, I, that, that's crazy. That is yeah. crazy. All right, but, jumping right into it. <laughs> Name of the movie, Van Helsing. Van Helsing is essentially uh, a renowned bounty hunter slash vampire slayer. Um, he's a the, he's a renowned hunter. Yeah, yeah. It is about him. It is about Van Helsing and how he took out the the Dracula of Van Helsing movie. So I'm gonna give him a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. It's about him. It's about him. And, and how he faces all of these uh, challenges and fights and different things throughout the entire movie. He is pretty much at the center of the movie the whole way through. I'm apt to agree with that. Nine's across the board from me. Oh, yep. No. yep. There's a lot of characters in the movie, but that should not take away from the fact that those I mean, characters he, he are all in monk. tandem with him. Yeah, but the movie still revolves around him, you know? Monk's just a small piece. But does it revolve more around Dracula? No. I mean, you I'm trying to like, you gotta like, like really you see think Dracula about, like, for snippets throughout the movie. It's not. A, it's not. It doesn't revolve around Dracula. In the I mean, same he's the main, way, he's the main. I don't it revolves around Dracula. I said that he's a main plot of the story. I mean, yeah, in the same way the, the kids guy, and Mary Poppins right? are. Yeah, in large the same part way that story. every bad guy is a big part of the story. As far as the main character and it, I don't it know if being I give about Van Helsing and how he kills Just for Dracula. the sake of the fact that the movie is called Van Helsing, I think it deserves at least a nine. I can't say 
I can't agree with that statement, but I can tell you that it deserves a nine because it is completely revolved around him killing Dracula. I mean, there's other shit that goes on, obviously, uh, which is why it's a, such a great movie because it's not solely about him killing just Dracula, but the main part of the right. movie is him. So where are we giving the nines? I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Relative strength, power, fighting ability. Ben Helsing, like Hellboy, gets thrown around quite a bit. Yeah. He is not a werewolf for most of the movie. Until, like, the very end, yeah. Yes. He's not a werewolf for most of the movie. He's just a normal human who is really good at killing shit. (laughs) Yeah. Relies a lot on skill and weaponry, I think, to overcome that gap in power and strength. Fighting ability, I'm going to give him an eight. I don't. I don't think he's he's not he's not broken by any means, but he, he'll he'll pick up some scores here for battle IQ and adaptability, right? Because again, he's able to use the environment around him. But I think fighting ability is probably about an eight. I would maybe even go seven if we're being. I was thinking closer to seven. I was thinking like six to seven to be honest. Seven, maybe seven point five. Yeah, well, I'm okay with I'm okay with seven point five. I'm okay with seven point five. Trevor, what do you think? Good talk. All right. Probably like now seven, we're... seven and a half. Yeah, that's fine. Seven, seven and a half. All right. We're going to go with battle IQ, intellect, and skill. In the skill, he's unmatched. That's where he gets an eight for sure. Yeah. He, he's unmatched in skill. There's, no, there's nobody else that can handle the creatures that he handles in fights. And I mean, he is, if you watch him, dude is. I mean, he's agile. He's accurate with the crossbows. He's he's. I would say he does sometimes get um, outplayed, though. Like when he's like you know fighting the Dracula and so like the vampires. Like he, there are times where they do get the upper hand. So I don't know if I could give him a nine because of that. But can, how much is of that is them just being stronger than him? It doesn't him matter. Having his to use IQ. that skill and battle IQ Still to overcome. Battle IQ. Oh. See, and also at the same time, he he's outnumbered ninety percent of those fights. Still I mean, until the very I, that's what I'm saying. So he's managed to overcome all of those. I'm going to give him an eight point five. I'm going to settle on a nine. I'm going to go like eight point five. Yeah. Okay, we'll give him the eight point five. Okay, we're going to go with adaptability and versatility. This is this is pretty big. He a lot like Geralt is able to middle of the fight adapt to whatever creature or circumstance is dealt to him. That's a big reason why he is so good and unmatched at what he does. He can handle he can handle harpies, he can handle Frankenstein's monster, he can handle werewolves, he can handle Dracula, he can I mean everything that is thrown at him, he is able to He's able to adapt and fight yeah. and win, right? He's I'm versatile. Yeah, I agree with the nine. He's versatile with many different weapons. He's versatile with, um, I mean, just he can use his surroundings uh, to his advantage. He's, he's yeah. just, he's that dude. I agree. I think nine's across the board here. Nine's. And then Riz. <sighs> We're talking about another this homie is, in a this trench coat. That's a big one, yeah. Another homie with the, a trench coat. One of the OG homies in the trench coat, man. Not only the hat. You could argue this man started the trench coat trend. He yeah. He is he's got the he's got the hat. It's fucking Hugh Jackman. It's 
fucking Hugh Jackman was. He's got the riz. He wipes up the um the girl at the very end. The I don't think she's a werewolf or anything. No, she dies. She dies, but they were like together for sure. Like they were a thing throughout the whole movie. Like you felt that sexual tension they had uh the entire way through. So I'm gonna give him an eight for Riz. I think he the man had the Riz, the trench coat, the hat. He he was he got that swagger for sure. I mean he's and he's he's a he's renowned too. People know the Van Helsing name. They know what he's about, what he does. Um I mean he's he's that dude. For real. I'm going to give him an 8 for real. I, I'm with you on the 8. I mean, he's the poster boy for that entire genre, that whole look, you know? All yep. those, there's thousands of cosplayers across the world that have tried to live up to Van Helsing and failed miserably. <laughs> Agreed. Trevor, what do you think? Eight and a half. I like it. I Ooh, like it. Okay. Give it to me. Give it to me, Doc. Give it to me. That's a. I need Van Helsing coming out swinging, coming out swinging. I need big, big scores for my boy here. I'm behind. With Trevor's eight and a half, it bumped it up to an eight point four out of ten. Let's come on, baby. Come on, Van Helsing. Let's go, Hugh Jackman. My boy. Come on. All right. Round three. Final round. For all the nudes in the Fucking world. Fucking finally. <laughs> I know. We're trying. I'm trying to speed this up, know, but know, damn, we continue to We're argue about it. Through it. I mean, that's the that's where the fun comes. Yeah, in. it is. It is. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. All right, Tucker. Oh, dude. Oh, okay. Final pick of round three. Nudes are on the line. Uh, three seconds on the timer. The ball's up in the air. Three seconds. Shoots. With my hiccup and toothless pick, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I am going with an OG, one of the first fantasy epics ever created. It goes back to ancient civilizations. Tales told across a You're campfire. stalling. You're stalling. You're still picking. It's Beowulf. <laughs> oh, shit. Beowulf. The OG. One of, you could argue one of the starters of the fantasy genre. Man, you got mad at me for fucking Mary Poppins and Bale. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah, everybody had to read that shit in English class. True facts. Everybody's Beowulf familiar with this man. It's is a man made of carnage and wolf abilities. He transforms at night into a murdering weapon of just complete savagery. Um the story is about him. The story is about him and how he handles this transformation and the the mass murdering that he does while transformed. Uh, it's about how he affects the, I think it's the, the city that he's in, uh, essentially, and how the people are affected by him. It's it's a straight up, it's a straight up another nine for prevalence. It's, uh, he, it, it is about him. It's the fucking, it's called Beowulf and he's Beowulf. It's that simple. Tucker? He's definitely up there. I was thinking 8.5. You know, there's a few other big characters in there. You have the Grendels and, you know, Beowulf's old when the epic's told. But it is, it's, the epic originates almost at the end of his story interestingly enough you know he's an old man at this point when you're introduced to him as a character 
you hear about the tales of how he was such a powerful, you know, warrior and now rules over a kingdom, essentially. Yeah. So I think 8.5 out of 10 for me as far as prevalence. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like I like 8.5. That's fine. Uh, yeah, the Grindles are the demons that basically just terrorize the Danes. Okay, wait. Are, are we thinking about the same story right now? If you're thinking uh, about the movie, then it doesn't count because it's animated. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm thinking about the old English epic. Yeah, you're talking about the epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Sorry. Oh, you're yeah. good. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they're essentially demons, though. I'm sure. I mean, it's a story that's been around since you know twelve. I mean, my my only knowledge of Beowulf is from the movie, so it changed sorry. a lot. No, it's all good. I mean, they're very similar. You're Gucci. You're Gucci. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty simple story. Beowulf uh, essentially is tasked with killing the Grendels because they're terrorizing his people. Yeah, I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay, so Defeats fighting ability and power. The man just solos. I mean, he just straight up solos. Like, there's he doesn't really get any help throughout the whole thing. Ro just kind of takes matters into his own hands and just gets the job done. Uh, he's fast. He's agile. He's lethal with the sword. He is a true, like, if you can imagine a Spartan, that's kind of how Beowulf is, right? Yes, he's he's, a human wrecking ball. Yeah, he's just a man of carnage. So, I'm going to give him probably an 8. Beowulf's a good pick. He's strong. There's really, I mean, if we're going based on the old English epic, he's a, a menace. Yeah, I'm controversial maybe but i'm going f- and I, he loses points in battle iq and stuff like that because i don't think he thinks very much but i'm no. going full 10 out of 10 on just raw power this man defeated a f- full-blown dragon by himself yep i agree he he was going full 10 on strength and anything he ran into he just murdered so absolutely he's the doom man of old english poetry yep yep, yep. i give I'm i'm okay with giving him a nine I mean, you can give him a 10. I'll give him a 9. Trevor? I mean... Like he I does said, the, the whole thing solo. Seen, I know. The only thing I've ever seen is the movie, so I can't really, like, judge it. Well, base it off the movie. I mean, even in the movie, he's a fucking... I mean, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Terror. You know, compared to anybody else in that in that movie. Yeah. I don't think anybody stands a chance against this man when he's going full, full force. So, 9, 9, 10. On to battle IQ. It's like, more of a tough one. Yeah, he like you. He's kind of it's kind of like Hellboy in this situation. Where he doesn't really. There's not a lot of planning that goes into what he does. He someone just points him in the direction and he just starts walking. Not like Hellboy. This man <laughs> yeah. like the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, he, essentially, he just kind of just starts walking towards the direction of wherever they pointed him to go, and well, then he just I mean, kills whatever's in front of him. He does show a little bit of intelligence in that he's like. He he thinks about that. He plans things out. You know, when he's going to confront the Grendels, he throws little tricks out there. He sets traps, kind of thing. Like not physically, more so, but you know, he he he's very methodical in how he approaches things. He doesn't just walk in through the front gates and start you know wreaking carnage immediately. Right. Sometimes he does. He's, he's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, when he needs to. When he needs to, he'll whip out those biceps and just start throwing hands. But so, 
I'd give him a six. I'd give him a six. I think he's not, a, he's not incompetent, right? He's not like an oaf that's just kind of wandering around killing shit. You know, and he is the ruler of a kingdom. You know, he controls his people and he rules over an entire body of you know people very peacefully and holds the peace through his strength. Peacefully, bro. He was a Viking. Yeah, it wasn't really. Was I no mean. Peace. There was no but as far as Vikings go. Either, either way, I'm He's giving a battle like you six. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I'm going to go it, with a seven. Okay. Six. I'll give it to you. Seven is fine. If you want to go to seven, that's cool. All right. Adaptability and versatility. You have to be versatile and adaptable when you're fighting these variant of creatures, right? This, this, from the Grendels to the dragon, he was able to, to handle it all solo dolo and adapt to whatever he was fighting in the moment, right? Tis a big perk of the Vikings. The Vikings were such great killers and, and conquerors because they're able to, I mean, that's just all they knew. They just knew how to handle different scenarios, situations. Um, that's why it took so long for Old English to, the, to conquer the Danes is because they were so good at being able to adapt and they were so versatile when it came to wherever they fought, they fought hard. And I mean, damn, I mean, I, I will give him minus points. He really doesn't use a lot of other weapons other than just a straight up sword. I mean, he just true, true. I mean, but how many weapons did they have back in those days? You know, a lot. spears, bows. <laughs> Maces, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to go on? I can go on. I don't don't know, but I mean, you play D, you should know, right? It's pretty (laughs) much sword or nothing for Beowulf, which is fine, but it doesn't speak to him being versatile in the way of the weapons and things like that. So, I would give him probably a seven, probably a seven, and yeah, 7.5 is where I'll end on that. I'm okay with 7.5, because I was leaning towards an 8, but I don't think he's worthy of an 8. But I also don't think the 7. I I think 7.5 is good. Trevor, what do you think? Yeah. 7.5? Okay. Gotcha. Riz? It's a tough one, because it's not, you know, most of the stories, it's an epic. It's about his journey overcoming, you know, defeating grand enemies. In yep. service of King Hrothgar, you know, taking out the Grendels. There's not a whole lot of romance in it. But, no, there's not. But where he but, where he pulls marks is the dude has his own epic. Yeah, it's it's an epic about him. Um, and it, uh, so and Beowulf was already a king of his people. So you know he had Riz. I mean. Like, who's not going to try to slide into the king's DMs? You know what I mean? I mean? Yeah. You're one of the mightiest and bravest individuals in, in, mm-hmm. in a, an entire society of people that are already mighty and mighty brave. Mighty and brave. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I give him a, I give him a solid six for Riz as well. Yeah. I wouldn't go higher than a six. Yeah. Trevor, consensus? He, yeah. I mean, he's a Viking, bro. I don't think they have much Riz to be Viking. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot yeah, of raping lot and pillaging going yeah. on. Yeah. A lot of just if you don't go my way, I gotta kill you. Uh I don't know, man. Five five. Okay. Five. I'll settle on like a five point five. Cool. Round round it up. Let's see what Beowulf Beowulf was a 
was out of nowhere for me. I did, was not ready to rate an old English epic that I haven't read in, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Closer to 10 years. Yeah, it's been so long since I've read. Or watched solid, It's a solid 7.5 out of 10. Good. Solid. All right, Trevor, you're up. Last okay. pick. Let's get, let's it, get into have, it. Go have either of y'all seen Being Human? I've not. I don't even know if I've heard of it, actually. I don't oh, think so either, unfortunately. God damn it. Y'all slacking hard as fuck, dude. All right. All right. I got to go with my other one then. Rick O'Connell, the mummy. Wait, let me guess, Tucker. You haven't fucking seen the mummy. Oh, yeah. All of your movies God. are like from the it, 80s and the 90s. But, okay. Right now. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I can, I can riff on this. I can. It's a solid pick. I see him with that scarf on. I know he's got Riz. That that just, I know already. Just watch a clip of him fighting Emotep. Yeah. And tell me this man don't got fucking everything. Rick O'Connell, Goes for on. all intents and purposes, is one he's of the Bay best. Status, bro. Yeah. Not he's one of the sorry, sorry, no, sorry. no. No. Beowulf. Van Helsing. Yeah. He's one of the best fantasy characters of all time. And what makes him great is he's just a human, right? So we're going to get straight into the prevalence of the story. Here's where I think he lack a little bit. The the mummy is very much about the resurrection of Imhotep. And yeah. not necessarily really about Rick O'Connell. Even though he is the main character, it's, it's, there's a lot of split screen time. So I'm going to give him a 7 for prevalence and story. I was going to go 7 or 8 um, <clears throat> simply because he was the one who found the the ruins. He was the one who guided them through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so uh, with the I'd help give him of like an eight, with the help of, you know, the girl. Yeah, but that's just because she could read the ancient hieroglyphics. But like he found the place. He, mm-hmm. you know, Classic like he, treasure hunter. I just feel like he's yeah. I think he's more of an eight than. Okay, I'm gonna stick with my seven, eight. F- totally fair to give him. Um, Tucker, I think it's just completely asinine that you haven't seen the <laughs> that actually pisses me off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I haven't. It's all good, though. I'm doing research as we talk. And I, I think Seven's reasonable, you know, because that overarching plot is about resurrecting Emotza, but he was critical to that portion yeah. of the story, too. I mean, that's right. why I'm giving more of an 8 than a 7, because, like, he did a shit ton in that in those movies. Not just Fair one enough. or two, all of them. Fair enough. All right. Uh, relative strength, power, fighting ability. He lacks heart in this one, like... Uh, he- like Hellboy gets tossed around and Van Helsing gets tossed around. It, he's a regular yeah. human. Where he picks up a lot of this is battle IQ and adaptability. But as but far as agreed. actual power goes, this man screamed at a mummy after it screamed at him. Okay, oh, that's true. shot him yeah. with a shotgun. I mean, he's there's something to be said about his courage <laughs> for sure. I feel uh, like it was a little into the power, you know, because most people would be like, "Oh fuck," and just cower, like you know, a lot of them do, but. I, I'm gonna give him a six point five. I'm not gonna chop six. him off at the knees because of power, but I will tell you that he gets thrown around his, a lot. I he's think lucky. His marksmanship, some... 
is really he's good. Very, yeah, he's very accurate in what he does. He's good with the sword, too. He's very good with the sword. There's more in the skill category. Right. Which raw power, especially compared to everything no, but else. Fighting ability he's fighting. Is using weapons. This right? is why I wanted to change that category. But yeah. It, it's you more know, skill. You keep, no, you keep, no, skill is like what he can and can't do, like crafting shit. Like, you know, being like, oh, I got to do this, this, and this instead of like, you know, knowing, like skill. Yeah. Like knowing, knowing how to use about your... the mummy. Knowing about yeah. prophecy. Fighting ability is using weapons and, and how you fight. Like, that's fighting ability. I'm going to give him a, still a 6.5 fighting ability. Battle like What did you end up on, Trevor? Fighting? I'm going to go I'm going to go 7. I'm being honest. He's a great fucking marksman. Like okay. He, he doesn't enough. leave from the battle unless he knows he's getting overwhelmed. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle IQ, intellect, uh, and skill. This is really big. He is extremely on, like, in middle of the fight calculated. He's very, like, he does a lot of, like, Indiana Jones-esque type things, Mm -hmm. right? Which is, like, triggering traps and... Yeah, and he knows how to navigate the desert, too. He knows how to navigate the desert. He knows how to get around traps he's very good he's very he's just a really good like treasured hunter and he's he picks up on shit very quickly like the yeah. beetles like he was like okay i'm gonna shoot that thing yeah it's a very yep. strongly eight or nine for me yeah yeah he's definitely probably a nine for skill I was gonna, i'm honestly gonna think i'm gonna say nine just because like the other movies alone like his battle iq definitely enhances over the course of mm-hmm. the movies yep yep agreed nines across i mean this board. man put down the same dude twice, twice, and then put, <laughs> start putting ways. down, and then and then start putting down yetis and yeah. fucking immortal like dragon. It, the third movie got a little wild, but I, so I agree. And what, it was still good. And remind, enlighten me to what was Rick O'Connell's profession before? He's just always he was been military, a, military, yeah, military oh, yeah. and then okay. a, and then a treasure hunter, right? Yeah, he was part of like gotcha. the like the I forget what battle it was, but yeah, he was in the army. So yeah, we're down that, to adaptability and versatility. In that same node, I this think dude. no less than like it at least an eight point five for this. Being in the military, being able to, you know, view your surroundings, oh, yeah. assess yeah. your environment, your battlegrounds. Absolutely. He's he's probably another nine. For adaptability and versatility, I don't think that's so. much. Yeah, I mean, even th- through all three movies, he's able to handle every situation. Oh, you know how so many times this man has been captured and then got this out man of it, and then was a formal colonel of the French Foreign Legion. There you go. Cool. So he was really oh, yeah. high. So yeah. nine again, nine across the board for sure. And this yeah. is where he might be. Our boy's got the Riz. He's got the fucking Riz. He's, he's got the Riz. He pulled Eevee, bro. Yeah, pulled Eevee while being completely covered in like dirt and muck and imprisoned in a cage. Pulled yeah. Eevee. I mean, come at on, the, bro. In the very first episode. That like, slick backed hair, the holsters, that scar. I mean, it's fine, bro. Come on, man. Come on. It's There's a solid a eight at least. It's. Eight, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight point five. There's not many people that can riz like yeah, like, and it's Brendan Fraser, you know, like 
Yeah. I think 8.5, 8.59, something like that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 8.5 is where I'm at for that. So let's round up these scores. Let's let's get this ball moving here. Rounding up, we got a little bit of a a divot, but I'll round up for the sake of it. He's a solid 8.1 out of 10. Wow. That's fucking Close. good. That's really good. This is a close one, boys. All this right, is a close one. It is. I am finishing off our draft. This ended up being another stupid long ass episode, <laughs> but either way, we're having a good time. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. And you know, if it takes you longer to finish it, whatever. It's just marvelous. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I've thought about this while you guys were giving me all the reasons why your people were so magnificent. I'm going to go with the one and only, the true vamp killer, Wesley Snipes, Blade. But isn't that Marvel? It's just a standalone. It's not even in any of the Marvel universes. Just like Mary Poppins. I think if we're allowing Mary Poppins, I think Blade gets a pass. Right. Okay, but they're literally about to make a movie, and they already had a movie, like three movies for him. I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. It's Marvel. Look it up. I understand that it's Marvel. Marvel. I'm not an idiot. I understand that it's Marvel. Here's the thing about it. It's not yet in any, and I say yet because that movie's not out yet. It's not yet in any of the Marvel universes so we're gonna let it be yeah when you're watching blade back in the day you weren't thinking like yeah exactly iron man you weren't thinking avengers you know production companies are marvel entertainment just no we're not arguing that i'm about to but in the same note that mary poppins is not usually thought of as a disney universe type movie with like daffy duck and you know right exactly so i don't know why you're gonna come up it's a solid fucking pick though either way damn it's gonna yeah. be. This Crit- might switch it up a little bit. Critical to the plot. It's about Blade. It's about Blade and fighting the vampires. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it like the nine that we usually do. I'll give it an eight, mainly because it is a lot about the vampire community and the vampires, and it's a lot of world building in the first. Yeah. In the yeah. first episode, I mean the first movie, and then the second movie it becomes more about Blade. I just want to point out all three of the ones that you picked today, have, they're all the same title as the movie that they are. <laughs> yeah, Hellboy, well, I mean, hey, what up? What up? The two so of I them are vampire hunters as well. Yeah, I, just, it's funny. <laughs> I got a theme that I like. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I like a good vampire movie. Yeah, right. I agreed, though. I think eight eight's a solid one. Yeah, I'm going eight, prevalence of story. Strength and power, we know Blade's the GOAT. There's nobody that can match him. Yeah. He is the true Daywalker. They call him Daywalker uh, because he is part vampire. And he is just a fucking mad lad. He is un- unmatchable when it comes to skill and fighting ability, both. There's nobody else that can beat him. He solos that entire franchise. It's a, it's got to be a nine. It cannot be any any less I than was, a nine. I was even leaning maybe like nine point five on this. So if yeah. you want to say the last franchise, the very last movie he had help from um, Ryan Reynolds, two characters, Ryan Reynolds and the other the other chick, yeah, yeah. So I I know that. that one would that one would might bump it down just a little bit. But did he need the help? 
He did. Yeah. Because in the in, in the very <laughs> yeah, beginning, he's yeah. fighting Dracula by you know like he, yeah. yeah. Well, he's also completely captured. Like that's how he yeah. got. That's how he escaped from being captured. But I will tell you this: in the first two but movies, that's part he of the versatility. Right. Exactly. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay strong with a nine. Uh, he gets tossed quite a bit, so I'm gonna give him an eight. Okay, so what do we got? Nine, I'll nine, throw eight. a fucking ten just to. I mean, literally, shut the fuck up. Literally, in the first movie, he gets like backhanded into a wall. You know. Okay. Because he's okay. not a full vampire, so yeah, he's, but... he's still human, you know. But he's still very strong. But yeah, he does get thrown around a little bit. Okay. So that's uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. You can. Fair. You can say Fair. your eight. I'm going with my nine. That's that's fine. Rack it in at the nine. <clears throat> okay. Rel- uh, sorry, battle IQ, intellect, and skill. The man is a killing machine. Yeah, he he's pretty fucking smart. Done nothing. He's, he's his battle IQ is off the charts. He's constantly monitoring things. There's several scenes where people think they got the jump on him, and then they realize that there's already a gun pointed at them. Yeah, he's like that <clears throat> man. Exactly. Yeah. He he is high. It's probably another eight point five. Maybe a nine for battle IQ, intellect, and skill. He's constantly a step ahead. I mean, yep. and he's dedicated his whole life to training and becoming powerful enough to rid the world of vampires. Like, come on. Yep. He is that dude. He's built for one purpose, and it's killing vamps. So I'm gonna okay. give it. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. So yeah. eight point five for me too. You said eight point five, Trevor. Yeah. All right. Adaptability and versatility. These are pretty good. He uses a lot of different weapons. He uses a lot of different, like, grenade, like, light grenades. No, those are hard as fuck. Yeah, those are crazy. The solar light grenades. grenades yeah. Fucking silver tip bullets. Um, he uses, you know, his silver blade. He He is pretty versatile when it comes to the weapons that he can use, he knows how to use is very adaptable to different situations, whether he's fighting home, whether he's heading in, you know, a vampire rave club, whether he's fighting in the lair of the, the big bad evil guy, um, whatever you want to call him. I forgot his name. <clears throat> he's, he's pretty up. There. I'm going to give him a, I'll give him an eight. I'll give him an eight for adaptability. He's not the most adaptable. He sticks to what he's, He's yeah. mastered, and he doesn't really veer off from that. Um, he's very good on the bike. If you remember the bike scene, <laughs> with the motorcycle scene where he just wrecks all of those vampires on nothing but a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, that was that was a hard ass scene. Yeah, yeah. He, so I'm gonna... he uses what works because yep. it works, and he uses it damn well. Yep. I think eight at least. Let me give him an eight. I, I'm gonna. Riz, throughout the movies, there's not really any love interest that develops for Blade. I will say that there are there are characters, there are women in, who are trying, women who yeah, who are interested in Blade, and he's got damn what? When are the trench coats gonna end? I was about to say, oh, yeah. and the trench coats are never and, ending. The sunglasses, like. Brother, come on. He's and and when he takes him off, the eyes, the fangs that he's got, 
Yeah, he's, he's got he's, the ribs. He's got ribs. He's got ribs. He's it's dripping. A, it's a it's a solid eight or seven or eight for me and Riz. I'm gonna stick with eight. It's an eight for the Riz. I think I think I'm settling on an eight too. I mean, ju- even you, I, you could look at this man, and he wouldn't even need to say a word to you, and you'd already be attracted to him. Like, oh yeah, he's got he's it. got the he swagger. Just emanates he's... that swag. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blade pull, pulls up in front of me. I am. That's facts, bro. Dude was a kung fu master. <laughs> kung fu master. He just went crazy, even without the sword. The crazy thing is, is like half. He doesn't even have a sword. He he's a he's a kung fu master. Half the fight scenes, he doesn't even use the sword. All right, just, just read it. It was crazy. I'm settling right. on eight. Yep, eight for the Riz. Yeah, right. I guess. He total calculations, doing Here the math. Go. Here we go. This is it. Eight point three out of ten. Tucker won. Oh no! I get there so, with that. Didn't Tucker have two eight point fours? Yeah, I think that's a great score oh. for Blade, but I don't think I get there with that. No, guys, I don't have any decent news. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. I don't want to. Fuck. No, time out though. <clears throat> I think. All right, let me calculate. The totals real quick. Dude, I want to tell you this. Geralt was a crazy ass pick. He's Mary just, he's Poppins ended up being a ridiculous pick too. And so did Inigo Montoya. That was crazy. You're welcome. That one, yeah. That one was really good. Rick O'Connell was a really good one too. Because a lot of the times we pick these characters and we're not thinking about the Riz. And I think, Trevor, you kind of caught up with Rick O'Connell because he does everything that he's he does in the movies pretty well. Um, and then you add the Riz on top of that. Tucker, your picks were also fucking just off the charts. With Thrall, Thrall just n- never really missed. Geralt was like damn near a perfect ten. Like he just didn't. He was miss close. At all. He was close. It was the prevalence that hurt him a little bit. But yeah, it was it was a good round for fantasy. And once again, everybody, while he's tallying these scores, our list is massive for fantasy. Like, it's even bigger than the wow. sci-fi characters. I mean, we had, like, Gandalf, Harry Potter, um, Conan the Barbarian, Percy Jackson, yeah. um, uh, Achilles. Smog. I mean, Smog. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of different fantasy movies. Um, Hercules. And again... So, just uh, no. I do have to throw out my honorable mention. I have the scores calculated, but it, I had to hold back so hard from not choosing Shark Boy or Lava Girl <laughs> oh, from right. my last pick. That would have been a hit. But I think so. that'd be more fantasy or sci-fi because the superpowers, correct? I know. Yeah, I was kind of, but it's in like I mean, a dream hard, world. Was, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard just to say. A weird one to rank. Is, yeah. yeah, we even that had Twilight. We had like Edward Cullen um, and an, another Jacob two and... from some of my favorite books was uh, Aragon and Sephira, or even Oramus and Glader from the Inheritance Cycle. 
and uh, Kaladin Stormblessed from mine, the Stormlight Archive. Mine was Archive. Little Nicky, which I'm that so was crazy. insanely hurt by Tucker not being able to I don't know how Tucker is not I am astonished because I, I love Adam Sandler. Yeah, I need, I'm well, sleeping, man. And my other one that neither of y'all have seen the show, which also kind of hurts because it's a great supernatural show, is Being Human, and his name is Aiden Waite. He's the vampire. I think I've seen it a long time ago, and I just never, like, I didn't watch the, the whole thing. He, He's the the same guy who voices uh, Star Killer for the video games, and he voices Darth Maul in the Clone Wars. That's him. okay. Yeah, I yeah. I He's believe I've seen a few and, of and these. He fucking kills it, bro. He would have yeah. won easily if y'all had known the freaking character. Yeah, sorry, dog. Right. I can't watch everything. Are you ready for these final scores? I think you might Not be really. surprised. Let's hear it. Twenty twenty three fantasy. Draft champion. We're gonna go from last to first. Let's hear it. Reigning in at last place with a total score of twenty-three point three out of thirty is me. Oh what? The scores hurt me on is Thrall, that how close? Both Thrall and Beowulf. Damn. It had a small margin. It's very small margins. This is all within one point. Decimals no, my thrall was a seven point four, not an eight. No, I know, but Geralt and Beowulf were both eight point fours. Beowulf was a seven point five. Oh. Uh, yeah, both of them crippled me. In, uh, and there is, there is. Um, coming in oh, in second go. place. Here we go. Me. <laughs> getting nicked out. Actually, I should say, taking the lead by point two points. And coming in as the reigning champion of the fantasy draft at 24.2 out of 30 points is Trevor. Let's go, (laughs) buddy. You fucking missed by 0.2. Congratulations, Inigo, dude. Mary Poppins, all the sleepers, man. Y'all sleep on just the basic humans, bro. That's all I'm saying. It's true. It's true. Didn't pick a single. I mean, Mary Poppins got some magic, but like, what? Those basic humans, humans, man. You can still die if you like blow her head off, you know? I I mean, yeah. Like, Hellboy's a little more resilient than Hellsinger's. 24.2 to Sam's 24. Damn, that's (laughs) fucking insane. Mom, we were splitting very close, hairs, that one. We were very, hairs, very close. That was great, good. great draft, great yeah. draft. A lot of sleepers. Again, everybody, we had a huge list. These are just some of our favorites. So uh, we we have a lot of fun doing these. Stay tuned. The schedule for episodes is pretty much just going to be. We're going to try to keep it on a like a every Sunday type thing. Um, huge shout out to. Anchor, of course, making it super easy. You'll listen to some some of the stuff. We put a, put together some pretty cool outros, but um, thank you all again for watching. Thanks so much, Tucker, for getting up early, hopping yeah. on. Thank you. Thank a, you. Uh, there will fantasy. be a Google Drive link at the bottom of the podcast with all of my nudes uh, if you want to check that out. <laughs> all right. All right. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sneaking in there. Check the comments out, guys. Yep. Oh if, you, yep. if you really want to check them <laughs> thanks everyone for listening we're we're just like i said we're doing it all for fun we're having a blast check us out on social media kind of stay tuned we're we plan on 
putting some some other cool content up there as well. It's uh, Instagram is basically just at inflatable mimosas. They capped the character limit, so we couldn't put the full inflatable. So it's something. There's no A's in inflatable. Yeah, no A's in inflatable. Um, same thing with Twitter. It's the same exact Twitter handle as well. Just inflatable mimosas. Uh, Other than that, guys, just like I said, thanks for listening. If you uh, if you have any comments or if you think that somebody didn't get rated fairly, please don't hesitate to to drop some drop some knowledge on us in uh in in spotify or on our socials just dms whatever the case is but like i said thanks for listening love you all y'all uh y'all keep it easy peace i would like to give a big shout out to our producer a good buddy of ours matt he helped us put together this beautiful intro of ours and this outro He's a phenomenal tattoo artist and producer. You can find him on Instagram at E-M underscore E-L-L-I-O-T-T. And ladies, he's single. I've said it once, twice, a million times. Thank you so much, Anchor, for making this process uh, just as simple as it could possibly be. I mean... When I first got into this, it was scary. I was very worried about the upload process and even some of the editing and Anchor and Spotify just made it so, so easy. So once again, guys, if you're thinking about doing this, pull the trigger. It's not as hard as you think it is, and it's so, so much fun. Thanks again for watching, everyone, and we'll see you next week.